you're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Yes, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father Dominic Bauk. We are at St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck, North Dakota, a brand new high school. The first year that the kids reported here for classes, and it is uh, uh, an outstanding, uh, beautiful school. So if you have time, you stop in and uh, take a look. Uh, we want to welcome our next guest, uh, the Dynamic Deacon, uh, Dynamic Deacon Harold Burke Sivers. Uh, good morning, Deacon. How are you? Good morning, Father. Good morning, everyone. Great to be with you this morning. Yes, and uh, I'm here with uh, Father uh, Dominic Bauk, the chaplain of uh, St. Mary Central High School, and it's uh, it's just a, a pleasure to have uh, have a have one of the Morning Glory co-hosts with us, and uh, <laughs> and they uh, just listened to you this morning, and uh, also uh, we were blessed with you at our thirst conference that we had in Bismarck in October. So thank you for coming and spending time with us then if you thought october was cold you got to come back in january <laughs> yeah, yeah unbearable i think no, it's good. I, I always enjoy coming to uh, uh north dakota you know believe it or not you know there's always a uh wonderful people of faith there and I, I had a wonderful time at the conference and uh i look forward to coming back uh sometime well actually i will be in north dakota i'm not sure where but i saw my schedule i was looking at it yesterday uh, I think in, within the next couple of months I'll be back in North Dakota somewhere. So good. Well, welcome back. So it's good I'm interviewing you because I'm the most uh, masculine person in the state of North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally appropriate. Um, but you know, I think one of the problems if you just like gauge modern culture off of like TV commercials, uh, there's like masculinity to me is just like such a caricature. So you have either you're this like jacked guy who just like pounds testosterone powder all day and just like works out in the gym as this like machine <laughs> and like that women just like die when they see <laughs> or you're like the dumb you know bart simpson or homer simpson dad you know like you see in commercials all the time like the dopey dad who doesn't know anything um what what do you think is like true masculinity well i think authentic masculinity is when a man sees himself as Christ crucified, he sees himself as Christ on the cross. Um, here, here's God who broke himself open and poured himself out in love for us on the cross. And that's what a man does. He's called to, uh, from the book of Genesis, from to serve, protect, and defend everything that's entrusted to him. That's including his family, uh, if he's a, a husband and father of uh, the church, if he's a priest. And uh, and the, the the culture, if he's a, if he's a single man, and so uh, the way he does that is not by doing what Adam did, who stood by did nothing, while his family was being attacked. Um, we do it, and, and with the kind of the quiet solace of Joseph, who, although says nothing in the scriptures, actions spoke louder uh, than his words. He did everything faithfully the Lord asked him to do, and of course. The, full, the fullness of that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who also did everything the Father asked of him, including dying, uh, which, which in that death restored us to life in the sense that death means to cut yourself off from God's life. Mm -hmm. And so by dying and rising, he restores us to life. And that act of love and self-sacrifice and service 
and that's what a, a man is called uh, called to do. So you're you're a married man, correct? Yes. You have children. I have four beautiful children. I've been married for twenty five years. That's awesome. So, on a you know like, it sounds you said protect, preserve, and defend, right? Yep. That's so it. what what like on a very practical day to day kind of level. Like, on a Tuesday in January, how does that look to be a man who protects, preserves, and defends? Say as a married man. I, for example, there's, there's, there's simple things, very simple things. Like, for example, um, I, I do travel quite a bit. You know, I travel about 250,000 miles a year. <laughs> wow. And I've been home for the past almost um, month, which has been wonderful. And so one of the things I do is I get up and take the kids to school. Mm-hmm. You know, or take kids to the bus, which something my wife does every morning. But this, you know, she can sleep in and rest, and I'll and I'll do those things for her. Um, you know, I also have to drop the cars off to get oil changes and things like that today. Just doing the little things, the little things without being asked to do. You know, um, as far as that's to serve, protect. You know, um, for especially from this culture. You know. Um, even though the kids go to Catholic schools, quite frankly, um, sometimes you have to undo some of the things um, that are that they're being taught or that they're exposed to in the culture. And so that's also the why I come in. You know, I said, well, actually, you know what? There, there is a difference between boys and girls. And girls aren't boys and boys aren't girls. And guess what? Marriage is one man and one woman. And, you know, a child and a woman is a person. I mean, it, and it almost seems like to us, as Catholic, it's common sense. But in this culture today, things can be twisted and distorted and perverted. Well, that's and it's I, my job is to stand up and, to, and defend the truth. Right. I can sympathize with that at a Catholic high school and just being so grateful to be at a place where you can say things like that and it's not controversial. You know, that, like, there's a difference between men and women. It seems so fundamental because it is on a biological level on a physical level, but, you know, our, we, we can kind of delude ourselves. Uh, one thing, you know, to tap into that kind of desire to protect, one thing I, I tell people, you know, like m- engaged couples who, uh, you know, might be struggling a little bit with, with chastity, trying to preserve themselves for marriage, and uh, I tell the guy, it's like, if, if you're sitting with your, your fiancé in a room and a, a gunman ca- came in, and, uh, you know, pointing the gun at your, your fiancé, would you, like, you know, defend her? Would you would you get in the way of the bullet? You know, would you die for her, basically? And, you know, I think every man worth his salt would say, of course I would, right? But then it's like, would you die for her in the in the moment? Because, you know, in the midst of temptation, can you die, for, got, can you die to yourself? Because you could do it in that dramatic way, that, like, big life-saving way. But to try to tap into that, that kind of masculine desire to protect... And to sacrifice and to, to apply it to day-to-day moments. And I think what you're saying, too, is like, yeah, you would, a married man could, like, die for his wife in, in an extreme circumstance. But is he going to die to himself and die for her just to take the kids, you know, to the, to the store? That's where the battles are won and lost, all the, all the kind of the basic little, the daily battles, the daily deaths. Well, let, me, let me give you an example for, for a single guy, for the guys that are listening. Because they say, oh, yeah, that's priests and, and married men. Okay, that's fine. We can see how you can represent Christ, you know, and that. But but what about the single guys? I was uh, in campus law enforcement for, um, for well, law enforcement 23 years, but campus law enforcement the last 11 years. I was chief the last 11 years of my career before I left and started speaking and writing full-time. And I we got called out to a, uh, a party, you know, which got kind of out of control. 
And as we're uh, breaking things up, you know, um, uh, this girl who was obviously intoxicated came over to us and said, can't find my roommate. She came with me and she's gone. I don't know where she is. And so we started, uh, you know, the search for her. And then in the midst of that, a young man came over to me and said, oh, she's home. And I said, well, how would you possibly know that? And he said, well, I was here and I noticed that uh, this, uh, this other guy took her into a room. She was obviously very drunk. She couldn't stand up. He took her into another room and closed the door. And so I thought to myself, that could be my sister, you know. And so he barges into the room and says to the young lady, can I uh, get you a, a ride home, get you an Uber or a Lyft? And the guy said, what are you doing? And he said, he told, he told the guy, he, he said to the guy, uh, I'm not talking to you. And he goes back to the girl, can I, can I get you a ride home? She goes, yes. And so he calls for the Uber and he showed me actually on his phone. He actually had the receipt with the, with the route and everything. And sure wow. enough, when we went to her house, she was there. And the reason why she wasn't picking up her phone when her roommate was calling because she was passed out drunk on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. but, but that young man, you know, instead wow. of saying, oh, man, well, that guy's going to get lucky tonight. No. He, he said, wait a minute. I have to step up here and, right. and be a, a true man and not allow this to happen. Yes. Praise be to God for that young man that found the right, uh, made the right decision. Oh and was open to the Holy Spirit guiding him through that. That's a tremendous story, uh, uh, Deacon Harold. Thank you for sharing that. And, uh, uh, you know, we've been talking about masculine faith. Uh, What about, uh, why is it important to distinguish between masculine faith and feminine faith, Deacon? Well, see, here's the thing. There's a beautiful uh, unity that's brought about precisely because of the differences, because the, the, the gifts that men and women have complement each other. Why? It's a reflection of God's life in the Trinity. So you have one God in three persons, and the Father is not the Son, and the Son is not the Father, the Holy Spirit is not the Son, <laughs> but yet it, it's it precisely because of the differences that they're able to have unity. And that's how why Jesus, that's why it says in, in Genesis, the, in Genesis 2, the two become one. Hmm. It's precisely because of those differences that complement each other. And in a sense, obviously, the only one that can completely fulfill anything in our lives is, is God. That's Amen. why you, you, even when you're married, you can't say, my spouse fulfills me, my spouse fulfills all my desires. No, he or she can't. <laughs> only God can do that. You stole but that in, from me. But in, a, in that relationship, <laughs> you know, uh, there's a reflection of God's own life in that other person. It's that union that complements each other. And same thing with the priesthood. I mean, the priest is married to the church, and it's that beautiful symbiotic relationship where they both need each other, but that ultimately always points and is and directed towards uh, intimacy with, with God as, as, as its final conclusion, as its final end and purpose and meaning. Um, and so that, that that's a beautiful reflection of both the heart of God. He says male and female, he created them. So you have that beautiful heart of love that reflects God in, in interior life within himself, which is, the, which is reflected in the woman, and you have that exterior manifestation of God's love in the way he serves, protects, and defends the people of Israel, first mm-hmm. through the Old Testament, then the person of Jesus, reflected in, in the maleness. And, and that's why Jesus that's why Jesus had to come as a man, to save his bride, the church. Mm. Yes, if you're just joining us, folks, we are uh, Real Presence Live. We uh, are broadcasting live from St. Mary's Central High School in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, our guest uh, uh, right now is uh, Dynamic Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, uh, Morning Glory co-host. We're happy to have him, blessed to have him. 
And uh, we have a couple minutes left, uh, Deacon. Uh, uh, one more question. What struggles might men face as they are exploring and, and growing in their faith? What, what struggles uh, are they going to face? Well, there's tons of struggles. Why? Because life is, life is the cross, right? You know, and and uh-huh. Jesus had to go through, we have to go through it ourselves. So one of the biggest struggles today is the struggle with purity, obviously. When you see the rise of pornography and you see the, you know, you see the danger of human trafficking, um, you see men struggling with um, uh, temptation to uh, to focus on the exterior world and all the things of the exterior world as a money and wealth and and those kinds of things um, to the uh, to the detriment or even sports and all things that are good but those things become God become God in their life and um, and then they get the spiritual lethargy you know they just said oh well mom will take him to church this week or my wife will do this or my, and mm-hmm. we can't do that we have to we have to fight through those things with god's yes. grace and with the sacraments to help us and we have to get this plug in uh, uh deacon harold uh, 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 you will be at the diocese of duluth for uh, the uh, men of faith conference on saturday february 29th and uh, uh, uh the folks in duluth uh, ought to be just excited to have you come out and, and share your wi- your wisdom. And uh, we have about 30 seconds, Deacon. What uh, final words of wisdom do you have for us? I would say, man, man don't be afraid to be uh, the person who God created and caused you to be. You know, don't listen to the voice of the culture. Instead, listen to the voice of the Lord, especially Eucharistic Adoration, and allow that voice to change your life. All right. Thank you, Deacon. Thank you, Deacon.